This is episode 13 of season three of the Runner Girls podcast. On tonight's show, we'll be talking with listeners like you. Our scavenger hunt list for this week is Halloween decorations, a running trail, a horse, a traffic light, and a for sale sign. Hi, I'm Katie. I'm Megan. And I'm Sue, and this is Season 3 of Runner Girls, three women brought together by a love of running who are training to run a 5K in 30 minutes or less. And today is Columbus Day, so happy Columbus Day, ladies. Yes, same to you. (laughs) So did you both get the day off today? No, no. Yeah, not really. You you have school on Columbus Day? Uh Uh-huh. We get Veterans Day off because it's a Monday this year. Well, how come my kids had to stay home today? <laughs> yeah, we our kids didn't go to school, but we still had to work. Oh, uh, what did you have to do? Um, parent-teacher conferences slash workday for seven hours and two parents showed up. Oh, my goodness. So you just yeah. had to sit there and wait all day? You got it. <laughs> nice. Well, it's kind of like having the day off, except you don't get to go out and do what you want to do, right? Exactly. Yeah. You, you sit in your room and I mean, I had some papers to grade and some planning I could do, but when you're forcibly sitting at your desk, it's not exactly the most fun. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's all right. Out of the way. <laughs> and Megan, you guys just had school like normal day? Yeah, it was beautiful, but I get next Monday off. So that's a nice treat. Is that a holiday? Is that something else going on? It's the end of our quarter, so our grading period ends. So technically it should be a day for us to work on grades and everything. Mm -hmm. But I don't get paid for it, so it's a fun work day. (laughs) So if you're not getting paid, you're not doing the work. (laughs) Uh, I'll still do work, but it just might not be as, I don't know, fervently, as religiously as I would be doing if I was actually at work. You're not going to give it your best effort. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> well, that's okay. Well, at least you get a day off, so that's good. Sort of, I mean, sort of a day off. A three-day weekend is always nice, so. Yes. Yeah, we had a three-day weekend for Columbus Day up here in Maine, and so my son actually ended up going to going to a theme park for the weekend with a friend of his, went to Six Flags. They have, like, Fright Fest for October. Um, and he said it was really scary. Like, there were guys with, like, chainsaws and stuff. Like, he was pretty freaked out by it. And my, and so it was me and my daughter today just hanging out together because Jeff ended up working. Um, so we did the grocery shopping. And then she came to help me in the bakery and did some painting. And she did a pretty good job. She actually helped me get a lot done. So I was really happy about that. Spent the day with her, which was really nice. And, um... I'm just, I'm exhausted now. Like, uh, I'm just, I, uh, <laughs> you girls know I'm, I've already told you how frazzled I am tonight, so hopefully we can get through this, and thankfully we have other people joining us tonight, and I'm so happy. I love doing listener shows, so really looking forward to that. But before we get to our listeners, we have to talk about our running. You girls ready? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay then. <laughs> all right well um i will start i didn't run this week okay megan now you go (gasps) i ran i ran i ran (laughs) you did did you run so far away (laughs) i ran about two miles nice with brad nice how'd he do he made it two miles nice or so I probably could have gone more, but I was running with Brad, so we cut it at two miles. You were complaining that your knee hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Yells at me. But we ran, and it was after a really long day. I had taught, and then we went to the basketball game for my boys, and then we came home and ran, so it was after like a 14, 15-hour day. Wow. And I'm really proud of myself, and it felt good, and I can't wait to run again. Well, that's great that you guys got out there. And your your did Brad say that your knee hurt? A little bit. 
And I'm thinking part of it is being on my feet all day long. Yeah. And I notice I've been standing on one leg more than the other, which always causes my knee to hurt. Right. And so I'll just have to watch that and pay attention to everything. If you um do more core work, I think that'll help you to get better at distributing your weight evenly. I noticed that for me too. Like I tend to like lean more towards one leg or the other, except when I'm doing a lot of core work and then I'm more upright and more um, stabilized. So. So core work like push-ups and planks. Planks, and yeah. Sit-ups, crunches, that kind of thing. It's been so long since I did any of that. <laughs> it's been so long since I had any abs that I could see. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, but that's great about your run. And so what's your plan for this week? Run again. Okay. And have fun running again. And remind myself that I have a half marathon coming up next month that I need to um, train for. Be, yeah, train for. And that if I want to cut 54 more seconds off my time, I'm not going to do it if I don't run. So that's your goal? Yeah, my 30, to get my 30-minute 5K, I have to be running. Oh, right. Because if I'm not consistently running, I'm not going to cut that time off. Right. So thinking about that in the half marathon, yeah. All right. Well, we'll catch up with you next week and find out how that's going. <laughs> and Katie, how about you? Did you have time to run this past week? I did. I ran once. Nice. Yeah, Yay! that's better than none, right? Yes. <laughs> Um, my grandmother, her birthday was on Friday and it was her 80th birthday party. So my mom put together a surprise birthday party for her and, um, I drove back up to Kentucky and my sister came in. So the whole family was there. Um, and I got to run at home in Kentucky, which I love. That's always like an extra incentive for me to get out there and get some miles in. And Aww. actually it was really cool. I ran... It was, it was probably about 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning on Saturday, and I ran past these deer out in the field. Aww. It was a doe and a fawn, and they just kind of stood there and looked at me as I ran by, and I'm like taking pictures of them, <laughs> and they're just looking at me like, what is she doing? <laughs> but I always love running at home. I love the scenery, and I don't know, home just feels special you know so it's always fun for me to get out there and run when I'm when I have the chance while I'm home visiting oh that's so nice yeah so I got about three miles in and um came back and got ready and went to the surprise party so even though it was my one and only run this week at least I got some miles under my belt that's great and do you have anything planned for this coming week I do, actually. Um, I'm going to be running a 5K on Saturday, the Turtle Strut 5K in Polly's Island, South Carolina. Yay! <laughs> yes, I'm not expecting any blistering times, considering I've been running about three to six miles a week. But, um, you know, just that'll get my race in for October and some more miles. So I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully the weather will be nice. You might surprise yourself, Katie. I mean, considering how well you did on that beach run, I, I was really impressed by your performance, like considering that whole 5K was on the beach. So you never know. It could have uh, strengthened you for, for this next 5K. This is true. And then my muscles got plenty of rest afterwards. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. All yeah. right. Well, now I'm really excited for next week's show. Very cool. I've been getting kind of jealous of people running. You know, I, I did my 5K. It was like nine days ago. And um, I didn't realize it had been that long until I checked Daily Mile today. And I'm like, oh, maybe I should try running again sometime because that one went okay. And I and I miss it. Everybody's running like half marathons and stuff. And But then again, I feel like crap all the time. So I don't know. We'll see. I barely have time for anything else going on in my life. So, But I do miss it. I really do. Okay, well, that's it for our training. Up next, we have our weekly topic, which is our listener show. Carol? Yep. Hi, how are you? I'm great. I'm Sue. Hi, Sue. And Katie and Megan Hi, are Carol, here. Hi, Carol. Katie here, too. 
Yep. Oh my hey. God, I'm so excited. You're such celebrities in my mind. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, in your mind only, but thank you, Carol. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Um, so, Carol, you're calling from San Francisco? Yep. Wow, what's what's it like there right now? It's beautiful, actually. We have our best weather in September and October, so it's just gorgeous here. Oh, that's nice. It's freezing here. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. I, was, I was laughing when I heard... Um, Katie talking about her cool weather run of 66. <laughs> um, but then I realized that all of my runs, you know, when I looked at my training log, they're all like 55 degrees, no matter what time of oh year. 55 or 65? 55. I think that's perfect running weather. What do you think? Yeah. No, it's fabulous. But it kind of spoils me when I have to go somewhere else for a race because then I'm sort of screwed. Right. I went to San Francisco one time, and I remember it was so cold, Carol. I froze to death. <laughs> yeah, we get a lot of, like, people from out of town coming during the summer, which is the coldest time here. Right. And it's really, it's so sad, because you see them, like, walking around in their shorts and, <laughs> and like, freezing on the Golden Gate Bridge, because it's, like, 50s and windy and yep, fall. that was my family. <laughs> yeah, excellent. <laughs> So, Carol, you uh, emailed us and told us that you are currently training to run a 5K in under 31 minutes and that you're also training to run Boston. Yep. So I actually ran uh, Boston last year. It was going to be my first marathon. And obviously I didn't finish because I'm very... I'm not I'm not at the front of the pack. Let's put it that way. Um <laughs> So I was firmly at the back of the pack in that race in particular because most people are pretty fast. Yeah, and then I kind of got inspired by you guys to try to lower my 5K time um, as also part of getting faster so that when I do Boston next year, I can do it in under six hours. Mm -hmm. So uh, you were running Boston as a charity runner? Yeah, I uh, was raising money for the Dana-Farber Cancer Institute in honor of my mom who is battling lung cancer right now. Oh, I'm sorry. How does how does that work getting in for a charity? Yeah, so it's very competitive. I had to submit a whole fundraising plan, I mean, and detailed with like who I was going to ask, how many asks I was going to do. So it was pretty competitive last year to get in um, for a charity spot, especially with Dana-Farber is the largest charity group that they have. I think we had over 500 runners last year. Mm. Um, and then wow. this year, yeah, it's pretty great. I mean, they, they do a really great job of supporting us. And so last year, I think I raised um, the minimum was 4000 I think I ended up raising um, over $7,700. Wow. Which, uh, yeah, I was really, I was That's amazed. Awesome. Yeah, I was really amazed at how much people stepped up. And then this year, because I was one of the people that didn't get a chance to finish, I got an automatic entry from the BAA, but I decided to go ahead and join the charity team anyway. And so then this year it wasn't a competitive thing. They were just grateful, like, yay, you already have an entry. And sure, if you want to raise funds for us again, that's great. Well, that's so great that you're able to find find so many people willing to help out. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I use all the social media tools. And um, I have a running blog, um, biggirlrunning.tumblr.com. And so I've you know, reached a lot of people that way too that don't even know me personally. I was going to ask you about that. Um, what's your blog about? Is it just about your running experiences? Yeah, I started it. So I started running only a couple of years ago. And the first race I ever signed up for was a half marathon. And um, I decided to start the blog as sort of a training log, but also I was raising money for a different charity at that point. Um, and it was a way to, you know, let my donors know how I was doing. And also people were just totally skeptical 
Um, not as, I mean, people who know me know that I'm really determined. So when I set my mind to something, I'm going to do it. But they were kind of like, wait, Carol's running? What? Mm-hmm. Um, it was sort of the furthest thought from, you know, who I was at that point. Mm-hmm. So it was also sort of a funny way for people to keep track of, you know, all the changes that were happening and just this new part of my life. So how is your your training going now? Are you currently focused on, on the 5K or are you starting to shift towards the, the marathon training? Um, it's sort of a combination. So I'm the 5K is my next focus. So I'm doing a lot more speed work um, during the week. Uh, but the long runs are kind of progressing um, towards the marathon training already. So like this weekend, I'll do an 11 mile um, long run. Mm -hmm. And then um, during the week, I'm, you know, doing a track workout tomorrow, where I'm doing sort of shorter um, half mile and quarter mile intervals at a, you know, at a set time that's below 10 minutes per mile to kind of get my speed up. Sure. And how are you feeling about the speed work? Do you feel like it's going well? You know, at first I really hated it. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I kind of love the long, slow weekend runs. Like yeah. I can do that all day. But um, it was hard at first to get my body and my mind, you know, set to make myself go faster. But I've been doing it for a while now about, you know, a month or more and so I, I can see the progress that's happened and that feels really good like it feels easier now to hit the times that I'm supposed to hit and that feels great I mean I don't know if I'm going to make my goal on race day but um, partly because I have a really hard time sort of like you Sue I don't really get warmed up until I'm a few miles into my runs and I, you know, so I don't know whether I'm going to like go and do like a warm up run and then line up for the race or what, mm-hmm. but um, it's hard for me to go fast right out of the gate. I've found, at least for 5Ks and um, maybe for slightly longer races, that just like a mile or two nice, mm-hmm. easy warm up really does help me get going, you know, right, right out of the gate once the race starts. Otherwise, I feel like. I have to warm up during my race, you know? I do. Yeah. And then you sort of get to the last mile and you're like, wait, now it's over. Uh, <laughs> I don't be like, actually, my legs are working now. Oh. <laughs> so sounds like you've got a lot planned for this year then, and training to run a, a 5K and running a marathon. Was Boston your, your first marathon? It was. Yeah, yeah. It was my first marathon. And it's, it's an amazing experience. So I definitely recommend it for, you know, you don't, I mean, most of the people who run it are fast runners because they qualify Mm -hmm. by time, but it's a great experience. Even if you're in the very back of the pack, it's amazing how much crowd support there is. Well, that's, that's very cool. And hopefully this year, everything goes well and you'll be able to finish your first marathon <laughs> yeah so how far into it did you get before you had to stop? um I was out on the Newton Hills at a, about mile 19 and a half yeah and then I actually went back a couple days later when they said that they were going to hand out medals to everyone even those of us who couldn't finish um I went back to where I had been stopped and ran the rest of the race um before picking up my medal because I felt like I really wanted to to kind of complete it which was amazing because people sort of saw what I was doing because I had my race bib on and everything and this one guy pulled over and you know asked if I needed anything and he ended up donating online even though he didn't know me at all didn't even know my last name so it was sort of an amazing experience in that way oh that's that's great I'm glad that you were able to go back and 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 do that and hopefully this year definitely uh finish. oh yeah <laughs> oh i can't imagine anything upsetting that race this year i'm sure the security is going to be crazy yeah so, 
That should be interesting for you. Yeah, and I think, I mean, the crowd support is going to be even more intense, which is sort of hard to imagine yeah. because it's already so amazing. It's Boston. Yeah, which is where yeah. I grew up. So I'm originally from there, and my family is still yeah. there. So it's, yeah, it's going to be a really special, amazing race. And I'm, I'm so determined to, <laughs> to run it faster this year, too, and, you know, cross the line with the crowd well that's great and please keep us updated and let us know how it goes for you because i really want to know how it turns out so thank you so much for joining yeah, us yeah thank Carol. you guys for all the inspiration it's really great i, I listen to you on all my long runs and it's totally helped get me through so thank you so much oh thank you keep listening <laughs> yeah absolutely okay bye-bye hi Brittany. hi Hi, how are you? Doing well. Good. I'm Sue, by the way. Well, good to meet you, I guess. As much as a cat over Skype. Yeah, and uh, Katie and Megan are here, too. Perfect. Hey. Hi, Brittany. Hi. So, Brittany, where are you calling from? So, I live, I'm from Utah, um, in a small town, kind of by Park, Park City. Okay. Is that, like, really rural? It, yes. It's quite rural. Lots of animals? A lot of animals. We have deer outside on a regular basis and, yeah, raccoons as pets and very rural. <laughs> wow. Raccoons as one of your pets or just in general? <laughs> just in general. They're very friendly. They come up to our deck all the time and we sometimes feed them and, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's we why they keep the coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, that's cute. So you wanted to come on tonight to talk about your first half marathon that you just ran on Saturday. Is that, is that right? Yes, I did. I finally was able to run one and it was, it was amazing. So. And how long have you been running for? So I've always, I'm actually more of a cyclist. I've been biking for quite a while. So I'd run a little bit here and there just more as cross training, but I'd never really run, you know, anything over three miles. Um, and then about, I don't know, a year ago or so, my husband just kind of challenged me to run a little bit further to do a 10K instead of a 5K, and I did. I'm like, huh, I kind of like that. Maybe I can do more. So I started just running a little bit more, and that's kind of when I started listening to your guys' podcast. And um, you guys actually kind of inspired me to, hey, they can do it. Maybe I can train for a half. So. Yeah, if we can. Anybody can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how did your training go? It went really well. Well, I kind of trained twice because I had signed up for a half in August, but the mountain where I live actually caught on fire. So I ended up having to miss that one, but that training went really well. I was still cycling a lot, and so I was probably in the best shape I'd ever been in. Um, I was really diligent with my training plan, really stuck to it, and was kind of feeling confident going into it. And then sadly, kind of the after I missed that half, I just kind of lost a little bit of motivation and didn't yeah. stick to the plan as much and kind of missed runs here and there. So I went into my half on Saturday feeling just really nervous. I knew I could finish it. I just didn't know if I could meet my time goal. Um, I knew it would probably be a little bit more painful than I expected. <laughs> so I think next time I'll definitely, you know, stick to the plan more and prepare more. But Do you feel like being a cyclist helps to keep you from getting injuries as a runner? You know, I do. In fact, today I'm still a little bit sore and stuff. And so I was able to just spin it out on my bike. And it's, I really do. I think um, it's helped me a lot. Like cardiovascularly, I can spend a lot of time on the bike um, where maybe I can't spend that much time, you know, hitting the pavement running. So sure. I, I like the combination of them. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds good. I always mean to do more cross training than I do. And, and bicycling for me is probably one of the easiest ones because I could just hop on my bike and go whereas other things I need to like go to the gym or go to the pool you know exactly um, yeah yeah so how did the how did your half marathon go so it went really well um I ended up doing it with some friends we didn't sign up together but I kind of found out through the grapevine that they were doing it so we all rode together and got on the shuttle together and kind of started together and they they were quite a bit faster than me so we didn't really stick together 
But, you know, as I started out, it was, I don't know, it was kind of surreal. I guess that runner's high, you know, I just couldn't believe I was there and doing it and having so much fun. And um, it started off really, really cold. I think it was 28 degrees when we started. Oh, my goodness. And, um, but, you know, by mile five, I was warmed up. I was able to strip my outer layer and um, six, like mile six, seven and eight, I kind of started getting tired. But then when I hit mile 10, it was just like, yay, I'm there. I can do this. And then <laughs> mile 11, I died. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm like, huh, you know, apparently I'm not there. These, the last two miles were so long yeah, <laughs> and mm-hmm. so painful. And I came to this, just, just this little bit of a hill. It was kind of steep, but it was very short. And, and, um, I actually like grunted out loud when I saw it. I'm like, oh, and the girl <laughs> running next to me, she laughed and, because uh, that just looked that hill. Oh, it was just, <laughs> it was like Everest in front of me <laughs> at that point. But I was able to keep running, picked up some speed in the last little bit and was able to finish strong. So great. And were you able to meet your time goal? Yeah. So I was kind of planning on, I went into it kind of not wanting a time goal, just thinking I just want to finish. I just want to enjoy sure. it. But then, you know, the honest part of me really wanted to <laughs> run it in um, about two hours, 30 minutes. And I ended up running it in 222. So. Wow. Yeah, That's I was happy good. with that. Congrats. Yeah, great Thanks. PR. Well, PR, it would have been anyway oh, because it's your first half. It was good. I was I was a little sad, I guess, because the, the girls I was running it with, um, one finished in like 157, the other finished in 203, and another finished in 205. So I was still quite a bit behind them. But right. <laughs> Figured I can work on that. But if you thought from your ability you would be able to do a 230 and you pulled 222, that's that's pretty good. Um, I always feel like with your first half marathon, the goal should be just to finish. But we all know we we have certain times that we'd like to meet anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's fantastic. So what do you, what are your plans next? Are you planning on doing more long distance running? Are you going to focus more on cycling? You know. Oh, I'm actually feeling really lost right now. In fact, when I finished the the half, I was a little bit sad because, you know, Viking season's pretty much over. It's it's too cold. It's it's starting to snow, obviously. And mm-hmm. so that's kind of out for the, the year. And then, um, you know, I've kind of been looking at other halves, but I haven't found anything definite. But yeah, I think I'm going to try. I'm going to keep, I will set another goal. I'll have another half because it's addicting. It was fun. So. Yeah. Or you could go in another direction join a pool for the summer an indoor pool I mean for the winter and you know next spring triathlon (laughs) you know it's funny because my husband he's kind of crazy he's done it all but yeah he's he's done a couple triathlons and um he's encouraged me that but this is embarrassing I don't know how to swim like (laughs) at all (laughs) like I I can't even really doggy paddle I should sink (laughs) (laughs) so I'm like huh it might be a little embarrassing to like start swimming lessons at 29 (laughs) Um, but who knows maybe one day I'll give it a try (laughs) yeah see I'm not a good swimmer either I can swim but I don't know how to swim properly like I don't know how to swim a race you know I think there are certain strokes you need to learn and how to swim in a straight line maybe would be helpful and (laughs) things like that breathing you know because if you run out of breath when you're running or cycling well cycling it doesn't even matter but but when you're running you can just stop and walk or something or slow down when you're swimming and you're in the middle of water what do you do if you can't breathe that's scary yeah, well, and I panic in water anyway, so, yeah, I don't uh, know how I'd handle that. Uh, get a wetsuit, right? Yeah, there you go. hope it buoys you up a little bit. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I look forward to hearing what you decide to do next, so please keep in touch. I will. Thanks for letting me be part of this. Of course. Have a good night, Brittany. You too. Sam, are you there? Hey, I'm here. Hey, how you doing? I'm good, and you? Good. It's nice to talk to you. Yeah, great talking to you guys, too. This is Sue, by the way. Oh, okay. Hey, Sue. How's it going? <laughs> good. And great. Katie and Megan are here. Hey, guys. Hey, hey Sam. How are you? I'm great. So, good. Sam, you're calling from Washington, D.C.? Absolutely. Nation's oh. capital. Nice. And you actually 
just ran your second half marathon on Saturday, correct? I did. Uh, the Baltimore Running Festival. Right. And didn't you also just run like your first half like a few months ago? Yeah. Uh, I ran, ran my first half in uh, September, uh, and it was the Abibi Bakila uh, International Peace uh, Half Marathon. It was in D.C. Mm-hmm. And how did how did the first half go for you? Uh, the first one was pretty tough. Uh, I mean, it was uh, I was expecting it to be on uh, the road, uh, but it wasn't. <laughs> Where it was, was it? It was it was along uh, the CNO Canal in uh, around Georgetown, uh, D.C., and uh, it was all uh, rocks, gravel, oh. uh, completely completely different. Uh, from what I have been training on. Oh my goodness! So, so I mean, it it was it was a totally different experience than what I was expecting. I can imagine. Um, yeah. Were you happy with your performance? Uh, I well, I was happy that I finished. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's most important, right? <laughs> yeah, we were actually just just talking about how. Um, the goal of the first half is supposed to be just to finish, but of course we all have our time goals in mind. Yeah, I had uh, I w- I had uh, trained, and I was doing uh, thirteen miles within two hours and say forty minutes, and um, <laughs> I didn't finish. I think my official time for my first was three hours and six minutes, and uh, it was just it was pretty difficult, you know, when we came down the home stretch. I was getting Charlie horses and, oh. and cramps all through my legs. And I, I had never felt that. I mean, you know, I had never felt that before. I, I could, It felt like I could feel every rock literally on my feet as I landed. Oh so, I mean, it, it, it was pretty tough. But, I mean, I got through it. And, um, you know, it, it was it was good for the experience. And so coming out of your first half marathon, how did you approach the training for the second half? Well, I felt pretty confident. Um, the second half was within uh, 45 days of the first. So I, you know, pretty much went into it using the first as a training run, you know, uh, and I built from there. Um, and I think my longest run in between the two halves was 14 miles. And nice. so uh, I, I went into the second feeling pretty confident, uh, but <laughs> the second uh, was pretty tough too. It, it had it had a lot of hills, oh. so um, that that brought on a, a a significantly different challenge. So how did you approach the hills? Well, I finished. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, um, uh, the the hills. I I, I pretty much took it uh, slow. Um, I, I, I had to approach each hill just trying to shorten my stride. Uh, I wanted to uh, kind of save as much as possible. The beginning of um, the first half was, was pretty uh, solid. Um, but around mile nine, that's when I started cramping up again. Uh, I had gotten cramps in my hamstrings, and uh, it, was just, it was just pretty difficult. I know that um, there was a bridge that we crossed I guess around mile 11 and I just said forget it I'm walking this Mm -hmm. you know I walked from Mm -hmm. mile 11 12 and then I pretty much tried to uh try to run through the remaining portion of the race but um I mean it it was it was it was another experience I'll chalk it up to that I mean I I feel like you know I know what was going wrong you know because my training runs have been a lot better but Mm -hmm. I mean I I haven't been running for that long so right how did you fuel for your half marathons uh see uh, I used a protein shake uh, about an hour before the second Um, normally I don't run on anything Mm -hmm. and uh, my cousin had told me he he, he's pretty avid runner He, he ran Boston this year and so I, I got some advice from him, and he said that uh, he uses protein um, before he fuels, uh, before he runs. He doesn't use carbs. So I decided to use protein, and I mean it worked well. I mean I I, I was fine. Uh, I normally use a goo at mile three, mm-hmm. 
I use a goo probably around mile six or seven. And then um, I'll use uh, a cliff shot, a margarita flavored cliff shot. Uh, those are supposed to have a lot of potassium and they're supposed to uh, help, you know, with cramps. So I decided to use that as, as, as my main fueling source. So, I mean, as far as fuel is concerned, I was fine. I just don't know where the cramps kept coming coming from. Um, well, yeah, I, I don't think the I don't know if the protein would affect the cramps. Um, the one thing I know about having protein before you run is that it's it takes much longer to digest, so it doesn't give you as quick energy as uh, as the carbs would. But but I don't think that would be the cause of the of the cramps. I don't see how that would be related. If anything, it would give you like upset stomach. I think, but um, but that's interesting. Um, another thing about the potassium, what I read, because uh, if you listen to the show, you know that I've been pretty <laughs> uh, pretty adamant about my potassium and, and other minerals. Um, yeah. I know that if it's not a plant source of p- potassium, that you can only really take a very small amount. There's only a small amount that's actually safe to ingest. So I would oh. be questionable about how much potassium was actually in your energy gel. Sure, sure. Um, but but I, I don't know because I'm not familiar with your with your energy gel or the electrolyte content. But something to look into if you keep having that problem. That's tough. Whenever Absolutely. I get get a an issue that pops up during races, it's completely frustrating, especially if it doesn't happen during training. Because then it's like, what am I doing differently, and how can I fix it? You know. Exactly, exactly, and that that was what was uh, pretty frustrating for me. Um, I mean, all, a lot of my training runs have been great, you know, um, but I, I just don't know it could have been. So just chalk it up to another experience and, um, yeah. you know, keep trying to improve from there, you know. And so you finished your second half, and that was Saturday. How are you feeling now? I'm still a little sore, actually. Um, I uh, took today off. I didn't. I didn't do any type of training yesterday or today. I took today off. Um, my ankles are always a little sore after I run a long run, but I mean, outside of outside of the soreness, I'm 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 fine. You know, I'll probably try to get into the gym tomorrow and you know do some weight training. Nice. But yeah, I feel fine. <laughs> well, great. And so, what are your plans next? Well, um, I have my first full. Coming up in February, I'm going to be doing the uh, Miami, the ING Miami Marathon in February. So I'm going to be training all through the winter for that. Uh, and just trying to, this week I'm going to try and take it easy. I'm going to focus more on uh, strength training and um, just watch my, you know, my fueling. I'm definitely going to try to put some more uh, <laughs> hill training in my workout. <laughs> Um, you know, but, uh, that, that's my next, next big race, uh, the ING Miami marathon. Well, that's great. And that's, uh, that's ambitious. I mean, you just ran two half marathons, your first this fall. So going mm-hmm. right into your next, um, race as your full marathon. That's awesome. I look forward to, uh, seeing your posts on daily mile. I like, I like following you, uh, you know, you're one of the people who posts often and really details your runs. So it's really interesting to see, you know, how each one's going for you. So definitely want to see how that marathon training goes. When do you start your training? Uh, well, I'll probably start next week. Um, I'm going to uh, get after it pretty hard. Um, I know that I don't know how the winter's going to be this, uh, this winter here in D.C. So I want to try and get my mileage up you know, as, uh, as high as possible before the weather gets too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, hopefully we'll have a much, a, a mild winter and I'll be able to get out there and get, you know, get some good training runs in. Do you plan on doing any treadmill running if the weather gets bad? I really don't like the treadmill. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, honestly. And, and I mean, if I, if, if I don't have to, I won't, I mean, I, I really want to get outside and um you know put the miles in on the road instead of being on the treadmill but if if necessary i I guess i'll have to do it (laughs) (laughs) i don't blame you i feel the same way about the treadmill it's for some reason it's so much harder for me do you feel that yeah 
it's just it's just very monotonous for me. I, I like being out in the elements. I, I personally don't run with anything in my ears. You know, I like uh, enjoying the experience of, you know, nature around me and hearing all the sounds and everything. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not I'm not really one for just looking at the TV <laughs> in front of me while I'm on the treadmill, you know? I just got to be outside. I, I just find it's much better for my mind. Yeah, I, I can definitely understand that. I mean, I tend to like to listen to music and, and podcasts and stuff when I run um, just to distract me from the monotony. Absolutely. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. as far as the treadmill goes, I, I can't. I can't handle that. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, winter's just... coming, and I I want to run again. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Do what you got to do, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight, Sam. It was great to have you on. I appreciate it, Sue, and uh, best of luck to you guys, and um, best of luck on your pregnancy. Oh, thank you. And let us know how your uh, how your full marathon goes too. Maybe you'll be able to join us for another listener show around then. Sounds good. All right. Have a good night. All right, you too. All right, so we just had three guests for tonight. Unfortunately, our our friend Shannon couldn't make it earlier in the in the evening. She had some technical difficulties, but hopefully, we'll get her on a, another listener show soon. Um, so that brings us to our runner girl recommends. So, Megan, what is your recommend this week? My recommend is a really awesome site called runningintheusa.com, which you can use to look up races across the nation. And I know I've mentioned it on the show before that I was going to be in North Carolina for Thanksgiving, and I was looking for a race near where my parents live. And I've been using this site to help because I a listener recommended the Greensboro Gobbler, and then I looked at how far it was from where my dad lived, and it was over an hour. Oh, oh wow. And so I was like, let me see if there's anything closer. To be fair, he does kind of live out a little bit away from town, so everything will But it's really cool because you can divide it up by the distance, by the month, by the state you want to look in. I think you can even divide it up further than that and just search for certain areas. It'd be good for those of us or y'all more who want to do the states. Like the you know, a race in each state? Yes, a race in each state. Yeah, I ha- actually I've used that site before um, to find races. It's good to have a wide range of sources where you can find races because you never know like where somebody's going to list their their race. So did you find one near you, a uh, turkey trot? I did. I actually found one and this is really funny to me in the town where my high school was, mm-hmm. called Lexington, North Carolina, and it's cheaper than I was going f- than I had thought and it's only 25 minutes from where my dad lives and it's like where I spent 3 years of high school. Nice. So I'm going to drag Brad around to some of the best barbecue in the area, except not on Thanksgiving Day. So we'll have to go back (laughs) again because you can't eat barbecue on Thanksgiving. (laughs) But I will show him my high school and stuff, and that'll be cool. Oh, very cool. Trip down memory lane. Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) Of course, it wasn't that long ago for you, was it? Um, Well, yeah, you graduated college, so... Yeah, it was like seven years ago now since oh. I've last been over in that area, which isn't too bad, but it's not like it was one or two years ago. Right. I think about high school and how long ago it was for me. It doesn't seem like it's been that long, but oh my goodness, <laughs> it has. <laughs> but yeah, runningintheusa.com, that's a great website for finding races. Thank you, Megan. All right, my recommend this week, because I couldn't think of anything else. I haven't been running lately, so I haven't been thinking about running specific recommends, but I I believe I mentioned last week that we went to the orchard and got a ton of apples, and we've been slowly eating them, but I haven't had time to bake anything, so I just was staring at this huge bowl of apples and thinking about, you know what, that's a good recommend right there, because they are pretty tasty, 
and um, easy fuel in the morning. You know, just grab it and go. So that's my fall recommend <laughs> apples. Katie, what is your recommend this week? My recommend um, also is not specific to running Sue, so you're not alone there. <laughs> With all of the stuff that I've had going on this month um, between weddings and baby showers and birthday parties and still trying to get a few miles in uh, here and there, a website that I use really frequently for specialized and personalized gifts is Etsy.com, E-T-S-Y, and I'm sure some of you have heard about it. Um, it's got a little bit of everything from handmade to vintage. They do have running gear, running supplies on there. Um, I know we've talked about tutorials for making our own headbands. You can mm -hmm. buy handmade headbands on Etsy. You can even get the vinyl decals and magnets for your car if you're looking to put your mileage or a landmark race sticker on your car. So anything that you're looking for online, personalized, specialized gift, maybe it's just something that you're wanting uh, unique for your running gear collection, definitely check out Etsy.com because you can pretty much find everything on there. I love Etsy. I've seen a lot of really beautiful handmade things on there. Um, and you were talking about um, some running related stuff that you can find. I know I've seen some really nice custom race metal holders. Mm -hmm. yep. So um, those are pretty cool. And we always like to show off our pretty metals <laughs> and our bibs so that's another that's another thing you can find on Etsy so great recommend Katie thanks and up next we have runner girl of the week runner girl of the week this week is Julia and she just finished her first half marathon in Ooh. two hours and 29 seconds mind you Wow, so, for her first one? Yeah, she's pretty awesome. Go is basically Julia. what that is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just to clarify, is that two hours twenty nine seconds or two hours twenty nine minutes? Two hours twenty nine minutes. Okay. So that's a big difference. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But she says first half marathon, woohoo, came in just under my goal time of two and a half hours and had an overall amazing experience. Setbacks? My runkeeper app went cray cray and added extra <laughs> miles, which made me think I had been going a lot faster. Aww. And debilitating stomach distress around mile six, Aww. which put the brakes on things for a short time. Thank goodness for porta putties. That said, I will learn from my mistakes and I cannot wait to do another. I can't believe she's still got 229 with um, what she calls debilitating stomach distress. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking, because we all know how that went down at the Divas Half Marathon. <laughs> right around mile six for you, too, Katie, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's right when it kicked in. And uh, let me tell you, the, the time was not two and a half hours, that's for sure. <laughs> well, to be fair, we were running in and out of churches, <laughs> trying to find porta potties. <laughs> yes, very true. It sounds like she, she found hers okay. Wow, that's great, Julia. Congratulations. Lots of uh, lots of people running their first half marathons lately. Good time oh. of the year for it. This is when we were doing it last year. Yeah, whole year ago. Sorry, I'm, <laughs> I'm pining for those days. <laughs> well, that's that's great. Congratulations, Julia. And up next, we have our weekly scavenger hunt. <laughs> So our list for this week is Halloween decorations, a running trail, a horse, traffic light, and a for sale sign. So maybe you don't have all of those near you, but you could probably find one or two. Take a picture and send it to us at runnergirlspodcast at gmail.com or you can post to Instagram or our Twitter account at runnergirlsshow with hashtags runnergirlsphoto or runnergirlsscavengerhunt and we will collect all of the great pictures and share them on an album on our website, post to Twitter and Facebook because it's pretty cool to see all the different items that people get. And I love um, some people like Tammy 
every week that she does it tries to find everything on the list and makes like a photo collage of it so that's pretty cool to see her her um collage every week and how she organizes it and I don't know how she how she's able to find everything <laughs> so um but yeah do that and uh we'll share the photos all right up next is feedback <laughs> So our first bit of feedback comes as a comment that was left on our blog at runnergirlspodcast.com from Krista. And Krista writes, Hi girls, just started listening to your podcast a few weeks ago. It helps me get through my hour-long commute with a few giggles. Keep up the good work. I look forward to listening to this episode tomorrow. Great. Right. Well, I hope you enjoyed it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Hi Krista. Yeah. uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Uh, and we also got uh, another comment on the blog from Elma, and she says, Every time I listen to your podcast when out running, I think I must drop them a line sometime, and then, of course, once I'm home, I forget. I do that too, by the way. I don't tweet or Facebook, so here I am, having finally looked up your page. The two best tips I've picked up so far from your shows are, number one, porridge with honey and... Sultanas? I'm not sure what she meant by that. And two, running with only one earphone in place. And she says, number one, I'm a Scot living in the Netherlands and haven't eaten porridge for decades. I believe porridge is oatmeal. Is that right? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's okay. what I'm guessing. Yeah. But when I recently heard one of you raving about it, I decided it might be a good running fuel and adopted your add yummy stuff to it approach. <laughs> I now often have a bowl after a run and always think of you when I make it. And number two, brilliant. Why didn't I think of that? I can listen to podcasts or music, but not be cut off totally from the outside world. And again, she's talking about having just one earbud in when she's running. She says, I'm a bit behind with the podcast and was first listening mostly to old episodes, but now I'm keen to hear when the baby arrives, so I'm tending to listen to the newest one first. I love your enthusiastic recordings, and it is so nice to hear female voices, as most of the other running podcasts I listen to tend to be male-dominated. Thanks for all your work and for sharing your experiences so generously. So, thank you very much for that email Alma and it was nice to hear from you and I'm glad you remembered to write (laughs) this time so I think she yeah she says she was started out with season one because I was gonna say it's been a while since I talked about oatmeal it's been a while since I had a bowl of oatmeal now I need to start having some again (laughs) (laughs) all right well great feedback tonight and I think that's it for this week's show All right, my quote this week is, There will be obstacles, there will be doubters, there will be mistakes, but with hard work, there will be success. And lately, most of my quotes have centered around, I guess, just success in general, because I've been kind of leaning more towards how things have been going with the bakery since I haven't been running that much. Um, But I feel like this is... Uh, relevant to both and just whenever you're working hard towards something yeah there's going to be difficulties but if you keep working at it eventually you'll get to where you want to be so um, I found that to be pretty motivating to me recently so hopefully somebody else gets some use out of it all right Katie you want to close this out that's it for episode 13 of season three be sure to join us next week when we will be talking about running in costumes If you have any comments, you can email us at runnergirlspodcast at gmail.com, follow us at facebook.com slash runnergirlspodcast, or tweet to us at runnergirlsshow on Twitter. All episodes will be available at runnergirlspodcast.com and on iTunes. Thanks for listening. Now go outside and run.